0: It. Let's go jiggles. let do uh,
1: I think Jeff is in full casting couch mode.
2: And apparently that's how we begin another episode of the Universe podcast. That is true.
1: Yep, we Jeff, are rolling. Jeff, we're getting, a, uh, we're getting an F-150 this week, so if you want to keep that in mind for next week. That's okay. racist.
0: <laughs> that's alright, Ford doesn't give me cars. So, uh, hello... And welcome. Wow. Are you making white guy eyes? What oh, hello. Doing? Look at me. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking up when you started doing that. When I looked up, you freaked me the fuck out there for a second. <laughs> it's like a horror movie. Uh, all right, this is episode 88 of the Hooniverse podcast and that my was, face is melting, Jack. Uh I don't have any funny names for you anymore because you're not an automotive journalist. I think
1: we've also used every single Hey, I'm Hey, I'm still an auto journalist. I'm well, just a, I'm just the bad you're not boy famous of auto- anymore. I'm the, the bad, bad boy, boy of auto journalism.
0: You can't self-apply the term bad i've got boy. a i've got a
1: bad wolf leather jacket on the oh, podcast audience can't see this right now <laughs> and i've got those stunner of shades bad boy of auto, auto journalism Goddamn! Yeah, all right, right. Yeah, all right you know,
2: business cards have bad on the bottom
1: yeah that, zeron <laughs> the bad boy of auto journalism wow i can't even not... <laughs> to all be right. fair it doesn't really take much to be a bad boy in auto journalism well that's true I think you're um, like
2: one step up from the bad boy of Sherwin
1: Williams paints. Yeah. Hey, that guy. That guy can really rock those cans. He he will fucking color card you to death. Oh shit, man. The bad boy. At Pantone the local this motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: <laughs> all right. So yeah, episode eighty eight. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of new car news.
1: Oh my out god, there, so much. Obviously,
0: uh, Detroit Auto Show.
1: Yes. Uh, it happened.
0: I'm gonna dive into the, it. the first one because I think it's the showstopper. Of the show, even though it didn't technically stop the show. Uh, the Ford GT. The Ford GT. Holy shit.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: I think what we're seeing with the Ford GT is the death of the to at Ford.
0: Um. Well, we'll get to my next car, which could potentially show that no. But, <laughs> um, but however, <clears throat> yes, they're clearly diving headfirst, hardcore, even more so into the EcoBoost territory because it has a uh, twin-turbo V6. Yeah. And it's going to make more than 600 horsepower. It's, it's
2: the, a... 3.5. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably very similar to the 3.5s that are out there already.
0: Well, actually, I think it's a little mo- more because it's. Uh, they say it's derived from their Daytona prototypes,
2: oh,
0: which is fucking awesome.
2: Interesting. Yes. Damn
0: right. Mid-engine layout, um, seven-speed dual clutch, pushrod suspension. The seating is fixed, so the pedals and the steering come to you. Nice. Um, much like, what is it, the LaFerrari does that. Yeah. Uh, a stockless column. So all the controls on the wheel, it's very F1-y. Wow.
2: You know,
1: no signals, yeah. and that's rad. That's the cool. The steering
2: wheel on that thing is real
1: cool. It's sick. It's ridiculous. Oh, and it's got the Challenger Hellcat headlight on the taillights. On the taillights.
0: I think one yeah. of those wastegate outlets for the turbos, I yeah, think they are.
1: something like that. That's so sick. Someone's going to mod it to shoot flames out the taillights, so oh, it looks yeah. like afterburners on, like, a Ford Galaxy. Oh. That's yeah, awesome. think about that. You know, yeah, you know what I really like about the Ford GT is that it proves that car companies are still willing to put out surprises during an auto show because you know for a th- th- two, three weeks before an auto show, you get all these previews and They're stuff. The worst. And they just leak everything out. It's the we, worst. So we knew about the Cadillac CTSV like last year, basically. To
2: be there, we've known. We've known pretty well. Well, there's, there's been no GT is
1: coming. There, that's we've because been it. that's because there's been actual
0: journalism going on with people figuring it out. Yeah. Um, they weren't like, oh, check out this quarter inch image of a of a fender. Oh, could that be a GT? And, then, yeah. you know, they would say, this is a great, and then add a T. I don't know. I can't Right, a
1: And, you know, but... they've been doing that with the mid engine Corvette since 1962.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but it looks
0: like. Now there actually are pictures of it, oh, God. which is insane. That's true. Um, I but they'll... I love, and it's a great point, that there was an actual surprise. Yeah. It's. I like that. That's what th- we should have at auto shows.
1: This this was a good Detroit show because there was the Alfa Romeo 4C Spider, which looks awesome. And then there was the GT350R Mustang, which looks pretty bitchy. Which is the next car I'm getting to that says maybe Ford isn't totally getting rid of V8s. Well, no, that's,
2: I think – I, I look at that car and I think that especially with – they're pushing that 3.5 in all the performance vehicles now except the Mustang. I think they're positioning the I, – I think they very specifically chose the 3.5 twin-turbo for the GT – to go to the public, hey, these 3.5s are our best motor. Could be. And then they'll be able to sell that down the chain. Because
0: in in the immediate short term, they have to go, well, we definitely need something to beat up on the Z28 because that thing will kick our ass right, right. now. Right. Um, which is what the R is supposed to be. 5.2 liter, V8, flat plane, crank, uh, lots of weight dropping, lots of extra aero. I think that rear spoiler looks stupid. I kind of um, like it. I don't like it at all. And I've heard in person, the car looks real tunery. Uh, but...
1: Yeah. We'll see. Figures. All the vents work. Done,
2: done, so.
0: Well, I think it is pretty yeah. done. Yeah, I think it's done. Uh, <laughs> carbon fiber wheels, though.
1: That's true. That's, that's crazy. Other than a Aconi, say that's got to be the first production car with it carbon is. fiber it's, wheels. It's, yeah, it's,
0: it, ultra exotics. And see, you know how the Z twenty eight was the first one to do um, the um, the, spool, the spool no the spool valve the spool suspension. Right. Yeah. Um, except for the Aston one seven seven, and now the Mustangs like well fuck it we got to do something too carbon fiber wheels that's minus impressive. some ultra exotics. Did
1: they say how much they weigh?
0: um i think it i don't know what they i don't know what they weigh but i know it saves 19 pounds of unsprung weight weight at each corner holy hell is it 13? Yes, 13 okay uh it, either way shitload of weight that is a small baby's worth of weight <laughs> right gone from there yeah. instantly amazing uh, i think that's Jeez.
1: a big baby isn't it yeah, it's pretty Baby's born
0: like eight nine that's, pounds yeah. yeah it's a fat fucking baby at yeah. each corner <laughs> was it um, you jeff was it you as a baby uh no i think i was i was like eight ish i was normal um and then I, Chris like was that. born <laughs> with
1: his beard fully formed. Fun fact. Yes. And his head he was came that out, big.
0: He came out. Hello, parents. Hello, Christopher. Probably. Uh, <laughs> All right. Go work. Give me work. a fucking Sam Adams. Yeah. First first <laughs> so words. now getting back, though, to what you said earlier about the making the the EcoBoost acceptable, another car, the Raptor, 2017 Raptor. Yep. 3.5 liter twin turbo V6 EcoBoost paired with the first 10-speed automatic. That's a shitload of speeds
2: too many speeds. I, at, at too many you speeds. might as well
1: just either do like a truck, like a Mac truck shifter or just do a fucking CVT. We're at peak speed. Peak speed. Yeah, peak speed.
2: You don't need more ratios. I mean, that's, the, you know, we, the jokes were made about, oh, it's like a bicycle, blah, 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 you know, all that dumb shit. But the funny thing is, is it becomes very applicable. In the bike world, they went all the way up to 32 gears and then everybody went, well, we have all these, I mean, there's no gearing in here. Fuck. Yeah, things got up, and then they scaled back, and most road bikes now are either 18 or 20.
0: And see, that's you, that's a good analogy, because I hate CVTs, mm-hmm. or, and um, I also hate fixies. So, <laughs> kind of you know, even though, you know, well, it's not really the same. I guess I would have to say I hate electric cars, but I don't hate electric cars. Uh, you so, just hate
2: fixies and, and Yeah, CVTs? I guess he I just, just wanted he to just say just that hates I hate things. fixies. Uh, yeah, um, fixies are stupid.
0: So true. the interesting thing about the engine, though, for the Raptor is that Ford says it'll make more than the 411 horsepower and 434 pound-feet of torque produced by the outgoing 6.2-liter V8. Which it
2: damn That's well impressive. Should, it needs everybody to. else with turbo motors of that size now are making 450-ish.
1: Yeah. Right. So it's a lighter Raptor that gets better fuel economy and has more power and torque. And more suspension travel. And more suspension travel. And
0: an available Torsen diff.
1: Yeah, that's gnarly,
0: and uh, like some more off-roady shit, like switches on the roof for uh, optional auxiliary and lights.
2: The least subtle usage of branding on a vehicle yeah. ever. Yeah, I've...
0: it was already in your face
2: oh, yeah. on the
0: current truck, right? And now it's just like fucking. Well, they look gotta at go me, from there,
1: you know. I mean, it comes with every every one comes with a Godsmack album already <laughs> in the CD player, and also. Dodge actually might have matched it with their Ram Rebel. Yeah, that, they but know. they oh didn't... Oh,
0: God. You know they were like, oh, well, Ford did this. we got to do it. And then you look at theirs, you're like, that looks like stupid compared to the Ford yeah, one. jeez. <laughs> really. I think
2: the Ford one, they should just reverse the Ford lettering on the grills so when you hit small animals with oh, it, yeah. it just leaves Ford imprints on their carcasses. It'd be
1: cool if it was reversed so for rear view mirrors. Like, that's yeah. all you see in your rear view. I, th- I think you should get a package of, for the Raptor where it's just all white with a little camper cover on the back, and on the top it says Ambulance in reverse letters.
0: Hennessy would do it.
1: That'd yeah. be sweet. Um, and then you get pull it over. It's
0: not hitting the market, though, until fall of 2016, so Jeez. we have some time.
2: Yeah, that seems like that's a car that's going to need – they're going to need to do some development time, because there's a lot of changes that are going on, and that car is going to be – that car's gonna be sorted because people will beat the snot out. Yeah, of it. yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, the, the the Mustang was cool with the carbon wheels. Um, we'll see how that works. Just because from talking to our friends at HRE, that was a that was a tricky thing to do at a certain price point.
0: Didn't the TST guys test a carbon fiber wheel at some point? I, I think know. they were
1: invited to. I've I've driven a car with a carbon fiber yeah. wheel before. I, I have
2: too. I've driven yeah. one, ones with the old diamond.
1: Oh, I drove the Carbon Revolution ones yeah. on the GT3. And, you know, well, I've never driven a GT3 before. So you're like, oh, this is day. awesome. So like, yeah, this is awesome. You, this, need, this like, the, you awesome. need a normal one to compare it to. That's true. Well, they let's make that happen.
0: They didn't bring that, did they? They should have. Because that would make too much That'd sense. sweet. Um, now, you mentioned long development times uh, a second ago. Oh, yeah. Speaking of long development <laughs> times. <laughs> the Acura NSX yeah! production version is here. All and right. And they made some changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they switched the engine layout to a longitudinally longitudinally mounted uh, V6 yeah. instead of transverse okay. uh, turbo power is supposed to be north of 550 it's got the super handling all-wheel drive which everybody knew it was going to have and it's red so, yeah and it's red, Very red. Uh, and you can see inside of it now with the real interior nice. people are sitting in it at the show Ooh. Um, is it still a hybrid drive yes, yes. with yeah. the yeah, two, motors in the front,
1: up
2: front.
0: Yep. yep and then the then there's a little bit more room out back cause, to fit that longitudinal yes, mou- do, motor now engine. they
2: can do torque vectoring and brake vectoring at the same time
0: uh, Larry Webster from Road & Track has an interesting thought on why they're doing this. And and he admits it's just conjecture and, yeah. and a weird idea. But he said, what if they added the extra room and changed the engine layout so that down the road they can improve the car and make a, a racier version with a V8?
2: They will never do a V8 because uh, <clears throat> Honda has said they will never do a V8, but I bet they'll do a V10. That's
1: true. What's in the JGTC race car they have? I know, think it's a V10. I, mean, I, th- yeah, I thought it was turbo sixes. Being developed
2: with a V10. That's true. So you know, if it comes out and it's lukewarm, they've got room to improve. Or you know, that's the refresh higher end version of it.
0: And they also um, they also said when they were asking, you know, what were you benchmarking, and they said, well, you know, we looked a lot at the Audi R8, and that started with one engine, and then increased to another engine, and it it went from a V8 to a faster. V10. Yep. Yeah. So you know, it's possible.
2: As, as much as we've all bagged on how late they've been with this car. And it's been invoked to do that. Um, I really like the final product. They, I think and it's they sweet. need yeah. it yeah. to
0: make it good. So I You're mean, right. you can't fuck this car up. If you do, adios.
2: It's funny that when you look at yeah. the interior, you can see the Honda ness of the design elements in the interior. It's they just have this consistency in their things. Like you saw it with the old NSX, has a lot in common with with Civics and like elements and stuff. Like totally that era. And you can totally still see that now. It's, uh, Where the
1: interiors basically still looks very Acura-ish. Yeah. But Acura, Acura has made strides in the last few years in making their interiors look different than Honda's. But then again, Honda's sure. interiors have also gotten better. So. Yeah. They
2: have. And I wouldn't say Honda interiors are bad. They, they're pretty great. They're you were built... just meant
1: There was a design yeah, similarities.
2: Yeah, there's, there's things that are similar. They use the same materials over and over. And, you know, Like I said, they're not bad. They're built to actually just last forever. Yeah. And they
1: do. Yeah. I think one true. of the my favorite things about driving the NSX, the old one that Jeff and I both drove, and I oh, think no, you did too. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was going in that interior and being like, yeah, it's a, it's a Honda. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was super awesome. Yeah. Um another Japanese automaker, Infiniti, showed off their Q60 concept.
1: Matt Hardagree tweeted it's the best-looking Honda Accord coupe on the planet.
0: <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I actually think the Honda Accord coupe
1: It's a, a very good-looking, good-looking
0: car. car. I think it's a lot more aggressive yeah. than that. Yeah. Um he saw it in person. I haven't. Um, if they keep it close to that concept, it'll be a winner.
2: So I didn't. I just saw the pictures. I didn't really get in depth on it. Is it basically – so this is the G35 whatever replacement or is it higher? G37 I...
1: coupe, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the Q50 is the sedan. The Q60 is the coupe. And right. they currently badged the – the current G37 coupe is badged as the Q60. And right. I drove you one, still yeah. still
2: buy a G37 and a Q60,
1: right? I think all yes. the
0: G37s are –
1: g thirty that run
0: up that run ends this year though right, yeah, yeah. I think
1: you could buy a, like a g twenty seven and want the smaller engine yeah
0: that's, that's twenty I mean,
1: yeah five right twenty five i think yeah twenty five yeah anyway um, i I remember driving the current q sixty you know the coupe and uh
2: last year
1: oh yeah yeah that's true and it's it's such a great little it's such a great car The steering on that car is really on point and um but this this could be a, a massive going forward uh, yeah, especially
0: that's true. because they're saying yeah. That the, the potential goal for the under the hood is a, a twin turbo three liter V six.
2: That could be good. And Infinity Nissan does build a hell of a turbo V six.
0: That would be um it'd be nice. Uh and I they if so would be a
2: derivative of the G T R motor actually.
0: That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that be I I wonder if the GTR motor is a little too harsh. For what Infinity wants.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if you've got that architecture in place, it might be a nice place to start from, which would be great from a tuning standpoint because there's yeah. lots of room to grow.
0: That's true, that's um, true. And
2: um, they overbuild their turbo motors. I like that.
0: The um, the production version of the Q60 arrives next year, so they have a whole year to figure out like how close they can make this fucking thing yeah, to the concept. At
2: this point, we know the Oroge the, uh, the
1: is uh, dead. Is
2: it dead? Dead? Yeah, it's been... They basically said it's it's not
1: happening. And I was just about to say it's a company that wasn't abandoning big ass V8s <laughs> or whatever was in the old Rouge. Uh, GTR motor. It was GTR motor. Yeah. Oh okay, all right. Yeah,
0: um, so they couldn't. They went, I knew they couldn't get. They were really struggling with transmission tuning. They just couldn't figure out.
2: Yeah, a lot. And I think they started benchmarking the competition. You know, they looked at what BMW is doing. They looked at what Mercedes and Cadillac are doing. And they're like, we can't. Play
0: ball this well, way. it's it's funny because now they they probably saw the GSF and they're like, well, fuck! We should have kept
1: going! <laughs> and, and now Vettel's not there anymore, so they can't just trot out Vettel like a puppet yeah. every five minutes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he clearly was kind of their bitch boy
2: for
1: a while. Yeah, he's yeah, director of performance, Z's whatever cars. that means. Oh, yeah, they're so oh, good. Wow. Um, oh, not- the G- GSF, you know, the second the GS came out, everyone was like, oh, man, when's the GSF coming? And it's been a few years, but yeah, that car's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, Well, it, so... Just hope it's not it kind of dated. It is, and it isn't.
0: Um, it's lighter than the M5 and the E63 AMG by a significant amount. It's lighter than the CTS-V by about 100 pounds. Uh, however, it's significantly down on horsepower to all of them. Yeah. Right. Uh, 467 horsepower, where all everybody else is well…
1: At least 500. 550. 550. Right. Um,
0: CTS-V
2: 650.
1: Jeez. Is
0: it 650? Yeah, I think it's… It's 650. I thought it was 556.
2: Maybe I looked at the old the numbers. New, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Is wow, that's
0: um, true. Because the C, the E63 is like 577. Right. The M5 is like 550
2: plus. Although that's right. going to six. Is it? Yeah.
1: So right. I mean that's but, that's. but also the G the the E63 and the M5 both weigh as much as a small moon, so. You know,
2: the, the Mad Hatter there is the fucking CTS. I mean. Yeah. It's 650 horsepower in the. Second lightest car. Oh, yeah. It has a Z06 motor. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's going to be a crazy person
0: car. Um, I like that the even though it's down on horsepower, I like – I don't think it needs to be the world beater. I think it, they just need to put a car like that out there to show that they're continuing to do this sporty trend that they're on right now. And the
1: current GS was a lot of fun. I think that yeah. was the first of the new Lexuses where you know you could have the Jekyll and Hyde sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a lot of fun. I remember yeah. that car. I
2: wonder if there's a I, you know, obviously... Oh, I think
0: they're looking at here. I don't think they're. I, yeah. I think they're looking at here, because um, they've only just started selling Lexus products over there anyway. Yeah, that's true. So I, I mean, I think they know that we stupid Americans go into the dealership, and, and a lot of people, the non enthusiasts, just go. Uh, I want a GS. What's the most expensive one? Yeah, I
2: think
0: so, it's Like I, I, I see, uh, you know, like very well-to-do women walk driving around Orange County in like. Top spec Cayenne Turbo, whatever's, mm-hmm. uh, and i was just like, well, okay, you want the or like CL63s, like I've I just want the most expensive examples, car. Yeah.
2: Or my favorite one that makes no sense but is awesome, the R63 AMG.
0: Oh, I've wanted one of those for because they only long time. made they go like sixty like
2: for a market that nobody in that market no. buys a minivan. Would buy?
0: No, no, I totally want that. one. I, I would take right. all That's the, the off. special, yeah, five oh seven horse or something like that. Um, I want one of those so bad. They rarely come up for sale. That's like and...
1: the Passat W8 wagon with a manual. Yes, it was, nah. uh, four motion. To yes. your
2: point, there. When I lived in, the, in my previous building, there were, in the parking garage, there was an R63 AMG, and it was driven by this this very unassuming, like mid thirty year old woman that was like I think she was like a nurse in like all of like five three and like clearly was not really doing it. She's just like I'm making good money. I'm going to buy the nicest one.
0: Right. Oh, Mercedes makes a minivan. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, moving on to an American car, another concept, the Chevy
1: Bolt EV. Yeah. I've
2: that's... seen a lot of
1: criticism about that car, which seems I'm untouched. seeing both. I'm yeah. seeing both directions.
2: I, I think that car makes a lot of sense for it's filling some spaces in the market that are where there's a big vacuum.
0: Well, I mean, some people are saying they basically just pulled. A Bunch of potential or existing EV customers, like, what do you want in an EV? And then, like, there it is. Uh, there it's still a concept, mm-hmm. but they're promising when they eventually get something like this to production, it would have a 200 mile range and a $30,000 sticker price tag. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, they're also saying the goal would be to make it a 50 state car, not like a California and Portland and Brooklyn special. That's it's true. Um, plus international potential, so it shows like. They've clearly
1: been seeing like, well, Tesla's doing some shit, huh? Maybe we should actually make one of these cars. I think the thing with Tesla though is that, um, you know, Damon had that great post on Shalovnik where he just basically called Elon out for all his missed promises yeah. and his delays and shit. And Elon was finally like, "Well, I missed some deadlines. The te- Model X is still delayed." But you know, I think a lot of people are kind of disillusioned by the whole Tesla thing. Uh, well, slightly. I'd say I, I'd say I, the I, I enthusiast side
0: of it, but I wouldn't say like the general. Wealthy EV buyer isn't. They probably they would get on their knees and, today, and, and
1: stand
0: out on s- P- suck a D. They would for the P eighty yeah. five D. They would suck a D. Oh, there you go.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't think it's just enthusiasts who are saying that sort of thing. It's a lot of like you know investors and speculators it is. True, and true. who are yeah, like you know
2: those it, people ultimately don't matter. It's, <laughs> right. it, it really they really don't. I mean, dealing with those kind of people on a regular basis, I really know they don't fucking matter. But um, I just
0: want Elon to. Let the his, the car side of the people manage that business, so he can focus on getting all
1: ass to Mars. Yeah, that's true. Because you know, well, oh, we missed it. Elon just launched another. Well, not him personally. SpaceX just launched another sh- ship to the ISS, and then almost landed it on a autonomous right. barge that was in the
0: in the ocean.
1: Yeah, moving.
0: The they yeah like by four like yeah how imagine, much did they miss it by? Basically,
2: imagine a quadcopter automated. But at a hundred million dollar scale,
0: apparently it's like the hardest thing to do in a in a manned helicopter is right. to you know land on a moving ship like that. Yeah. And now tell, a, I mean, I guess it makes more sense that you tell a computer to do it. But um, it's still it's a rocket that it went, I think at it its fastest speeds it was hitting like Mach four or something like that. I'm, I'm
1: misquoting Elon on this one, but I think he said it was something like balancing a chopstick on the end of your finger in a storm. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It is impressive. Yeah. yeah. So and, he's not—he's he, holding his promises with that. Through yeah. the
2: missed promises and all that, we're ignoring the fact that look at how much they've done. Yeah. As far as pushing electric cars forward, I mean. Yeah, but he's
0: also said he needs to relax on some of his
1: predictions and all this stuff because he's—he's—he's he's, he's maybe moving too fast. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. Because at some point we're just gonna have to realize that he is incredibly late on the battery swap thing and he is he has been really late on the Model X right yeah right uh,
2: yeah I mean it's late but at the same time
1: they will never get really get yeah. product out of it so. that's true that, that is true
2: I mean that, I still would like to have the Model S as a daily I mean it's a, it's a nice car yep. and it requires zero maintenance which is fine by me I still need to
0: drive one I've driven one once for 30 minutes and it was awesome it was uh, stupid fast uh, speaking of um, nice car surprisingly nice car The Buick concept. I did see it. The Avenir or whatever the fuck it was called. Avenir. Yeah. So you said you have seen it or haven't?
1: I did see it, Okay. It looks good. Very
0: cab rearward, long nose design. Um, Basically, if they can somehow translate this into some production car design language, they'd have a a pretty good thing. Because everyone who saw it said it was one of the prettiest looking cars at the show. It came out of nowhere. No one expected it. Um and maybe if Ford didn't have the show they had, it'd get even more um, chatter about it.
1: Right, and just even just to serve as a reminder that Buick is still a thing that exists. Yes. seriously.
2: Well, I mean, it's, it does exist. It's called China.
1: You know? Well, yeah.
2: They still they're still doing amazing, amazingly well there. It's, right. Uh, but I mean, they have been stagnant here. But I mean, this is a good looking car.
0: It's uh, it's it's it, yes for Buick. Its
2: proportions Buick. are almost. Um, from a side profile,
0: it's almost jaggish A little bit, a um, little bit. Put a boat tail on it, call it yeah. a Riviera. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, now, speaking of jag, uh, Jaguar 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 and Land Rover announced they're going to start getting diesels. Yeah, that's pretty fucking rad. Um, starting this fall with the 2016 uh, Range Rover and Range Rover Sport, they're going to offer three liter turbo diesels, 254 horsepower, 440 pound feet of torque, and 28 miles per gallon on the highway.
2: We've needed that in the Range Rover in this country for a long time. Yes, we have. They've yes. sold them over there for a very long time. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that makes all the sense for that car because it's not meant to be fast.
0: No. Even it, though even though it is.
1: It could be, yes. yes. <laughs> even it's, though it is. It's
2: not. You know, That's not the first thing you think Right, of. right, right. It's in luxury, as the point has been made many times. Torque feels luxurious.
0: It does. That's why driving a Bentley is a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, now, they're also going to bring – the diesels to the Jag lineup too, minus the F type, of course. Um, they, the the oh,
1: first be no. F type F type diesel with a stick. No Come one on. would fucking buy that. You would, Jeff. Uh,
0: <laughs> so first up to get it are going to be the XE, which is their new entry level sedan, mm-hmm. and then the F Pace, which is that crossover with a horrible name. Oh,
1: God. Um, but is they're going to what...
0: get two liter turbo four di- two liter turbo four cylinder diesels. Are they
1: really calling it the F Pace?
0: Yeah.
2: That... Maybe it's the fat pace
1: Yeah, or that doesn't P-Pace. make any sense. Um,
0: it's going to get with the, those two-liter turbo four diesels are going to get uh, over f- should get over forty miles per gallon on the highway.
1: Well, it's certainly a better name than a Bentley Benihana.
0: I would, lo- <laughs> I would love an XE diesel.
1: That'd X-E-D. be such a sweet daily. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: be- if you when that XE because that's another car that was shown at the show uh, when that comes out. It would be if you were in the market for you know three series or uh, a C class, and then you're like, I can get a, I can get a Jag now. Like that's okay. Fuck yeah, I'm getting a Jag. Yeah. I don't know. I for me personally, Jag. I, I find Jaguars. I can get a Jag sorry, that's not an X type. Yeah. Yeah.
2: If you're in the market and you're leasing, yeah. That's, like that's the, why I'm lucky.
0: the three German choices compared to the Jag are so boring. Yeah. And I'm, we're talking like base car. I'm not talking about M3. I'm not you know, uh, and then add infinity which has a little bit of style um that's different from that segment. The ATS
1: which is a um, pretty cool car.
0: ATS is very cool. Uh and then um you know there's some accurate stuff. There's a new ILX. The new ILX is right. coming soon, but um but it's like the same thing when Maserati announced the Ghibli. You're you're shopping in the segment you're like, "Oh, I can get a 5 Series. Oh, wait, hold on. I can get a fucking Maserati?" Like that's awesome uh so now in a smaller segment or a a more affordable segment you can get say like a $40,000 Jaguar that's pretty fucking sweet as long as it has the same interior quality which I would imagine it would uh and then the base XE I think it's called the XES I think it's the base car 340 horse so that's that's not bad pretty dope and you know there's going to be an XER and
2: Oh yeah, they'll do they'll, they'll probably the motor- be an
0: XERS which will be ridiculous yeah, at some point. Yeah.
2: They'll take the motor that's in the F-type and they'll put it in that car eventually.
0: Ooh. There you go. Yeah, now I'm thinking of
2: Oh, that'd be sweet. The Jaguar likes to do crazy shit.
1: And they like their cars to get But they like to do crazy out. shit consistently with mostly yes. the same ridiculous engines. Right. Yes, right.
2: they're like they're like the GM of
1: <laughs> the, the LS Three small years block. the
2: same motor nine times over, but it's fun every time they do it. That's yeah, right, true. It's right. a Which good is, motor.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love good how tires. anytime they put that uh, that uh, the supercharged V8 in a car, they always, in the pressure, they say, This is the most powerful Jaguar engine ever. And you're like, Well, it has been in the last four cars you put it in. So and like, and every time you can't time they say put it
1: every time. Every time they put it in a smaller Jaguar, they're always like, This is the fastest production Jaguar to date. <laughs> right. They are. <laughs> the Jaguar. Um, so
0: there's, there's, there's good shit on the horizon. It was a good show. Uh, it, it's everybody who was at the LA auto show said it was kind of like a weird show. Like nobody was really positive on anything. Um, but it seems like, and, and none of us in this room were at the Detroit show, but it seems like everybody has really good vibe and impressions of everything
1: that was shown everybody in Detroit. So. Talk
2: to you. Everybody was like.
1: There were some good surprises and then there were some I don't know what what could you say was a dud. I don't really don't like that Volvo thing, the the Outback SUS S60. But there are other but Volvo's other car the S60 inscription, which is the new
0: S60 sedan. Yeah. Uh that's going to be the first Chinese built car sold in the US market. That, that is true, which is pretty interesting. Um do yeah, we feel about that? Those and damn, damn commies. commies. I'm sure Volvo's not going to let a shitty car come here, so. it's true. So,
2: my question is, if China is going to be selling a car here, who's going to rip off the Chinese design and then sell it in foreign China. land? China. China will rip off. Well, they have
1: another brand. car. China's first. China, China, China is good at ripping off everybody, including themselves. Trust me on that one. China's first Chinese car, I think, is coming here soon, too, actually. Geely but... is going to bring cars over in 2017. Well, no, no. it's Gili.
0: But that's basically volvo right But right. there's i think a, like a separate we're only china company no i think i coros? thought i read this somewhere what is it coros q-o-r-o-s i don't think that was it i think it was something else but that's I an all
1: know. chinese luxury brand that just started selling in china oh. apparently from what i hear those those cars are quite good relatively speaking but even though, well, not even yeah, relatively I did, speaking i
2: mean some of the local cars are from my understanding you're almost like disposable cars and that you've run them for four or five years and
1: yeah.
0: Well, the interesting thing about this Volvo, the S60 inscription, is it's a longer wheelbase S60. So right. that's why the well, uh, Chinese I mean, market... They little...
1: they really need to build another S80. I saw one of those on the road there the other day, and I was like, that is a really magnificent looking car.
0: The thing that I don't get about the, the Chinese love for the long wheelbase cars, like, they'll make, like, a long wheelbase 5 Series, a long wheelbase A4. It's like, why don't you just get a fucking A6 or a 7 Series? Tax purposes, I think. It's really? Maybe. I'm just assuming.
2: I, I think it's just... A...
0: Yeah, but if you have the long wheelbase 5 and then the guy shows up in a 7, 7's bigger dick, man. 7 that's Series is bigger dick.
2: That's true. But you they keep... hate
0: us because they ain't us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually thought that movie was funny. All right, whatever funny. you say. I, yeah, don't, care I don't
1: care no, what that, anybody says. It has its
2: moments. It's not a fine piece of cinema, but it is wait, funny at times.
1: What, wait, what true. movie is that? The Interview. The Interview. Oh, yeah. God, I haven't seen that. The, uh, there's
2: a, there's yeah. a way that you Really or you can just thing. pay the fucking five
0: bucks and watch it on YouTube. Um, so don't let don't let North Korea win. Pay the money. No. No. Um, I thought I was laughing most for most. Even though James Franco overacted the whole, like, ridiculous. Like, Seth Rogen was normal Seth Rogen. Franco was, like, over the top. But still, they both had some funny moments. Like, it was dumb. It was a dumb fucking movie. But right. I was laughing.
2: Yeah. It so. Was, I was... The, the one thing that got me the entire movie was the, uh, his, it, the the woman that was kind of their handler in North Korea. Yeah. How incredibly tiny this person was. She was like midget tiny. Like, she was little. Well under five feet. I'm like, this, this is a disconcerting. Like I looked at her hands and I'm like, she belongs to the Munchkin guy. <laughs> nice,
0: nice, nice. Um, on that note, uh, I'm going to take a moment to give a shout out to Dollar Shave Club. Uh, you know, it's coming, you know, I'm going to say it. So just fucking go to dollarshaveclub.com slash universe and buy some razors. Uh, they make incredibly affordable razor handles, razor blades. There's a plan as low as a dollar a month. So if you're ultra cheap, you can get that and you can get it every other month. So you only pay like six bucks a year. Uh, keep doing the dollar shave club stuff because, uh, it helps us. So, yeah, slash universe. Tell them Blake
1: sent <laughs> you. Shave your back, shave your crack, shave your
2: face, dollarshaveclub.com.
1: There you go. Do you like a little interstitial music? I'm yeah, do I, did. I, I do. I like that a lot. That was fantastic.
2: Yeah, was nice. I was doing everything I could not to laugh.
0: Very <laughs> that was fantastic. No, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, all right, Blakeman, uh, you have a now, new job. A bit, bit, bit of news in here. You have a new job.
1: I'm no longer unemployed. You're Chris's assistant. That, no, that's, that's true. true you're his intern <laughs> oh great that's unpaid yeah you cheap bastard yeah. no 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 share with the world what you're doing i am now assistant curator at the peterson automotive museum <laughs> you're like a young chinese ken gross yeah, that's true well with worse hair because he has magnificent he hair. does have magnificent hair it looks like cake frosting <laughs> uh what do you use for product <laughs> fondant um <laughs> so what do you do um, I just basically research stuff and wander around and look at cool, cool cars because I get to hang out in the Peterson basement, at their vault and their secret vault and their double secret. vault. And you're there while it's under construction. Yeah. Okay. So, so like all the offices are still open and running. Yeah, all the offices are running, but like since i interviewed with them like a few weeks ago like they, they've torn apart the entire peterson like you have to go through these corridors underneath all the scaffolding to get to the elevator and then straight down and the basement's cool there's an isetta in the office there's a bmw isetta in the office yeah
2: that's I, i'm awesome. going to work
1: from there inside that isetta sometime That'd be great.
2: You know what I'm going to love is I'm going to go down there at one point and he's just going to have a desk set up and he's going to be sitting in the eye uh, setup.
1: That'd be gonna awesome. Desk in front of it. Just going to like over to the steering wheel. Hey, hey, hold my cost Hold my cos. No,
2: oh. steering wheel attached to the door on that. That's true. That's so if you open the door and then it's just the bench.
1: Yeah. That's
0: perfect. You should do that. That'd, That'd be, be great. Nice. Uh, that's fantastic. This yeah. plays to your knowledge of ridiculously obscure cars that only seven people give a shit about. <laughs> to, today, I saw,
1: today I saw people diagnose a, water, a faulty water pump on a Cystalia next to Rita Hayworth's Ghia Cadillac, and then I went for a ride in a 1965 Porsche 911 that one Pebble Beach and is appraised at around $300,000.
2: The only thing that most of those people understood was Porsche 911.
1: Porsche. No, our li- our listeners know this shit. I guarantee it.
0: Come on. I,
2: I don't even know some of the stuff. Like I, I love cars.
0: I was one time in a in, the, in a shop where the builder goes, uh, "Can you tell me what's different about this Corvette?" Like quizzing me. It was an older vet that they'd worked on. I'm looking at him like I don't know. It's like we did the hood. We had the hood open the wrong way. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't Think about that Uh, because you know hoods open the one way and so I'm like oh my readers would know that he goes no way I'm like my readers would find no I'd have a I would have a reader answer this in 15 minutes if I posted it I posted it on Hooniverse the bet was for like a six pack within two minutes I think the first comment was like oh hoods backwards I was like booyah, bitch. Yeah. Our readers know everything. Even I knew I, you that. You
2: make a very good point because I forget sometimes because I haven't read the comments on Hooniverse yes. for a while, but when you do go through the comments, it is the most obscure crap.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. The, it's fantastic. The, the guests guess that car posts it. and everything. And it's always like a piece of paint and then people were like, oh yeah, that's actually a dual dual Cal Fainton from 1931. Yeah, my uncle owned it. Like, yeah, it'll yeah, be something yeah. like that. Um, I grew up in one. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Inside one. I've
1: had sex with one. I mean...
0: uh with both cowls <laughs> at the
1: same time, um, um, so that'll be my job. That's that's basically my job. So, oh, here's another example. There's a there's a little secret library behind the uh, behind the shop where they fix all the old cars and everything. So I walked past Jack Nicholson's 600 Grocer Mercedes, uh, and um, past all of these, I I walked past a uh, just sitting on a table was a service manual for a 1956 Cadillac, nice. and then um, on the shelf I grabbed a book about Phil Hill, opened up the cover dedicated to roger uh, robert and margie peterson by phil hill signed Ooh, that's and nice. i was like oh well, well i'm not almost, surprised I
2: mean, i've been down you know into the archives in the basements and all that stuff a few times it's in almost a shame basement. yeah it's a shame oh, well i like can yeah. archives for the books and right the, you know um it's almost a shame that, that stuff's down there and isn't
0: on display. yeah but you don't want people touching it well you can display it but don't fucking touch it It's my first day on the job.
1: It's my my first day on the job, so I can't speak to anything (laughs) besides that Peterson's going to be turned into a rabbit sanctuary. But um, actually, I I think there is like I think to try to work on some kind of library thing where um, the books downstairs. You know, maybe you could sign up for research because I know that Henry Ford does that. What
0: can you do to get me time with Jack Nicholson's Mercedes and let me make a video on it? (laughs) <laughs> i think we should, i think i tweeted that actually oh no someone the uh, peterson instagram account posted a picture of that car because that's the only 600 you guys have right or is there more only one yeah so the, they and i was like can i please make video of this please please please. please. i think that was my instagram question to them. um you uh, have I to
2: already see the few good men reference in that video
0: uh there'd be a lot of, it'd be nothing but jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's true right <laughs>
1: yeah. um give 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 everyone dollar shave club razors
0: yeah, that's that's fucking easy. Or they can sign up at dollarshaveclub.com slash universe and then pay the money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so anyway. Right, there, right. um,
0: now, Blake, you also have a story you want to share about how much you hate American Airlines, and I would like to give you the opportunity to do that because I'd like to hear this story. Why?
1: Why? Thank you. Because, um, man, that, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Fuck but, yeah. Um, damn right, professionals. So I was, uh, you know, Jeff and I are both from actually. Jeff and I spent some time on the East Coast recently. And I had to fly back to L.A., you know, as one does. So I uh, we, we booked a flight, my girlfriend and I, and we flew from Boston to Chicago with a layover and then off to L.A. So we, we get we get to Chicago, and they make her check her bag, which sucks because not a single flight we've been flying on this trip has made her or us check a bag. So American Airlines are strict about checking bags. And then we we're in the terminal, and they're delaying the plane because they can't find a plane. You know, being a big airline, you you might know you might have a plane somewhere, right? Eh. They're are yeah, big things. They're kind of hard to miss. So the, we're watching we're watching right. the boarding time and we're watching the uh, delayed time and it's going from <laughs> we're supposed to leave at seven thirty. It's going to seven forty five, eight o'clock, eight thirty, nine thirty, and we get they finally find a plane. You know, uh, in the bottom of a cracker jack box or something like that, and then uh, we get on a plane and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna de iced the plane. So we wait an hour, and then they start deicing the plane for half an hour, and then they, we finish deicing the plane, and uh, they're like, "All right, now we gotta, we're gonna take off now. We're gonna take off, you know, as as you do in an airline." So I think it's like eleven thirty at this point. And, and
2: what time did you arrive?
1: Again?
2: What? What time did you
1: arrive? Seven thirty. Seven actually. We arrived at seven. The flight was we supposed to take off at seven thirty. I think it was actually ten o'clock at this point because we wait another hour before they go. Oh, yeah, actually, uh, this is your captain speaking, I (laughs) have been legally flying for too long, and I have to – we have to change pilots because he's been flying – he's been awake for way too long, so it's a legal issue. So they have to wait for a new pilot to come in and land and then run over to the gate, but – The irony is he can't find a gate because we've been sitting there for so long. So he's just sitting on the runway in his plane. Oh, my god. So I think it's like another 40 minutes, and then the pilot comes on, and he's like, okay, we're just going to cancel the flight. Oh. So everyone gets off, and it's, it's midnight at this point. And then we go downstairs to the baggage claim, and it turns out her bag is in a secure area. So we can't get the bag. We can wave hi to it. We can kind of blow it a kiss through the glass and everything, but we can't get to it, and no one can because according to a very snarky gate agent, um, everyone went home because that's what you do after you work. You go home. I was not aware of this previously. So we can't get the bag, and then we ended up we, – we got on a new plane uh, the next morning at 8 o'clock, so we're waiting in a taxi stand for an hour to get to a – Flea bag motel in one degree weather to come back like two hours later <laughs> in Chicago, and of course I left my jacket back in Massachusetts because I was like I'm going to LA. I don't know, I'm not gonna need it. And I go to my girlfriend, I'm like, Hey, Alyssa, do you have your coat? Oh, it's in her bag. <laughs> so we got on, we they found a new flight for us, and it's eight in the morning. So we get on there, and that plane's delayed for 50 minutes. 50 or 15? 50. Five zero. So we take off at nine. We get to LA an hour late, and then. They lost her bag. (laughs) They lost her bag and it's on a flight that arrives an hour later. So we leave LAX, we go home, we have to rent a zip car because I don't I still don't have a car. Long story. And then um and we go back to the airport an hour later and then we find the bag and then she has to fill out all this paperwork, so she fills out the paperwork that says we found the bag, there's no need to contact us further. Special
2: notes, snarky (laughs) employees.
1: And then we drop that off in the little box that says, please put your uh, paperwork here so we don't need to call you because you found your bag. And then we go home, and for the last three days, American Airlines has been calling saying, we are very sorry. We're trying to locate your bag. Oh, my God.
0: That's fantastic.
1: It is hilarious. You should tell them you
0: never got it and you owe me $1,000. That's
1: true. I think we're working on that thing I right now. I was
2: transporting Faberge eggs right. in this bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that My doing baby work. was in this bag. I have 87 <laughs> pairs of Jimmy Choo shoes in yeah. here. <laughs> nice. So that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, good times. Don't fly American. And actually, I booked a I booked a hellish flight for myself because next week I'm going back to Massachusetts for a wedding. So I land... I, I take a red eye and I leave L.A. at like 9 p.m. And I land at 5 in the morning at JFK because I hate my life and no, I want to kill great, myself.
0: That's the best flight to take. That's true. Yeah. Crazy. That's a great flight. you The whole plane sleeps. The whole plane sleeps. And
1: I can't flight sleep in flight the plane. That's the problem.
0: So drink. The flight yeah, attendants are eager to hand out the booze so everybody goes to fuck to sleep. And they can read their magazines and also probably sleep.
1: That's yeah, true. The red
0: eye is a great uh, – especially if you're going west to east – the, my wife and I do the red eye all the time. We take it from John Wayne to Newark and we do like a, a, a smaller plane from there to Logan or Providence.
2: I, I used to – when I was living in Florida and uh, my parents were out here for a few years before – I moved out here. I was on that red eye every two months. Oh,
0: yeah. And um, it, everybody everybody knows the drill except – unless there's like one asshole. But like if you're on a red eye, everybody knows the drill. Everybody shut the fuck up. We're going to bed. Close your eyes. Yeah. If you have a laptop open – Turn the brightness way down. Don't be a dick. You know, illuminating the whole plane. Um, it, that's you'll be good.
2: Too, is it's, oh, I'd say 70% of them are professional travelers. Oh, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Everybody's in their seats. You are, as soon as they start boarding, you're off in like 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, because they have work to do the next day. Um, yeah.
0: No, red eyes
2: Red well, eyes are money. You'll it does make
1: good. sense. I just have trouble sleeping on an airplane. So I'm actually tempted to buy that SkyMall inflatable pillow that looks like a giant triangle that you put oh, in you the lean desk tray on? you lean forward on? Yeah. I kind of want to buy that thing.
2: Or just... I need some sleeping
1: pills, not Do you have status with the airline this is JetBlue this is my first time uh, buying my own plane tickets with jetBlue and it was did dirt cheap did you get the extra leg room no I don't need it I'm five foot six I'm five foot five yeah I'm fine. That's true um... <laughs> and you know actually i I've learned that I've learned not United taught me this actually because when we were flying to Boston we didn't have a we didn't have an actual seat assignment and they upgraded us to the uh, economy plus seats for free so I'm gonna try that at the oh. airport so be, you you should not be a bitch and have status. Booyah. What does
2: Economy Plus entail? Legroom.
1: In yeah, six more, more inches of leg room or something like that. I can book
0: um, – I don't have like super-duper status, but I'm gold. So I can book um, – um, I think you might be able to do this with silver actually. I don't know. But with gold, I can do – right at the time of booking my ticket, I can get Economy Plus right away. So those are the seats that like normally you can't pick until you, know, you check in. Or so- oh, yeah. then maybe with silver you, you can switch to plus – once you uh, check in, you can go to plush right away, not not pay extra. Mm-hmm. But with gold, I could check it at booking. And I know – I always try to get seat 21D. I know which fucking seat I get and everything because on most uh, um, 737s and A320s, there are – in the middle of the plane, um, there are two exit rows. Mm-hmm. You take – I take the aisle, the second of the two exit rows, the aisle seat because I, it's already an economy plus seat. Now it's a, it's – an exit row, so it has a little bit more leg room, and the seat in front of me can't recline because it's an exit row.
2: Booyah! Well done, sir. Yeah, nice. that's
0: uh, everybody wow. listening. Seat you 21D. are
1: truly an auto journalist.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I, like See, you don't want the bulkhead yeah. seat because I'm six three, and there's no there's no seat for you to put your shit your bag underneath, and it. there's no tray. Yeah, you get the armrest you get thing, the which flimsy ass tray. Right, right. Seat twenty one D.
2: I like to be in the in the row second from the very last. You should get back there. There's always room for your bag. Well, almost always room for your bags because you're in early and nobody likes to sit in the back of the plane. It tends to be much
0: quieter. It's Well, as long as you're on the right – yeah. As, as long as you're on any modern plane unless you're on an MD-88, which is not a modern plane because that's where the engines are. Yes. Right. Don't do the back of an MD-88. But um, I don't like to sit back there because you can get some horrible shit smells. That's true. And if you get the the people plane
1: crashes, standing there – yeah. Actually, it's one of the safer seats if the tail oh, yeah? crashes Yeah, oh yeah the gosh. back that, of the – Unless it's
2: – always the part of the tail. The tail always survives.
1: <laughs> yeah. Unless it's Asiana. Yeah, which hit tail first. Well, yeah.
2: the tail might have survived, but you're not going to survive drowning. They did
1: that
0: amazing show on Discovery where they uh, intentionally crashed. It was a 7 like – 27 a seven twenty-seven. 27, 27. Yeah, yeah, they did it because it had tail stairs so right. they could skydive out of it. Um, and they, it hit like in a way that like a plane might hit, even though there's many ways of playing. They, they
1: had people skydive out of a plane that was crashing.
0: Yeah. You didn't oh. see this special on discovery? No, I the just thought they
1: were going to put oh mannequins in it. Oh my God, you guys something. should find
0: this. It's awesome. So they found this plane,
2: the
0: they set up like a bunch of like crash test dummies in it. And then right. the shock impact, you know, those little strips they put on things. Yeah, yeah. And so then they took it up, a pilot flew it to a certain point out into the desert and then went to the back of the plane like a few pe- – and then dropped the stairs and skydived out of it. And then the Holy rest shit. of the, the descent was controlled from a chase plane on remote control.
2: Wow. And then they just – And then they it crashed
0: the it into the ground to see what happened. Wow. Did they steer
2: it into the ground or did they just kind of let it float down and then just scrape down?
0: It kind of hit – it hit nose first but like not like – not like head in
1: because yeah. no. obviously
0: – everybody's going to die
1: right uh, at like
0: 700 miles an hour into the ground no like it was like it was a controlled descent it's like a
1: captain sully landing
0: except on land so more people will die i think so right. uh, i think he had to come in tail first otherwise right. if he hits nose first they're going in he did come in tail first yeah, yeah. so this would this hit nose first and then yeah it was it was pretty fucking amazing jeez so um there there were some rows that would have survived too first class gone Huh. The the crew gone. fucking
1: one percenters. Yeah, uh,
0: just because that hit first, the, the it was the most violent. But like right. the tail section, there would there would have been survivors, which would be amazing. Wow.
1: Yeah, it could
2: also suck really bad too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Survivors killed. Yeah. yeah. So well, no. That, but
2: that means you. You might also be suffering too.
0: I wouldn't have survivors. No, like they no, like not like they said that these would be legit survivors.
2: Really? No yeah. Fire or anything?
0: Well. That's the thing. If yeah. the plane catches on fire, and this one didn't, like the that's another thing. Like they didn't, roar, a fire didn't roar through it. Yeah. Um, so. But the plane did it catch on fire then. I I think no. I don't think it caught on fire. Like an engine could have gone I'm up but they
2: probably given what they were doing there. They probably couldn't fill it up with fuel the way you normally would. Yeah. A passenger. But if you have a plane that's going to go
0: down, you're going to try to less like if you can control it. Yeah. Um, you're gonna try to burn off fuel anyway. Right. So I don't know. It was neat it, when you're watching it. There wasn't like, oh, this is this isn't fucking how they would do that. It was very much like, holy shit, this is gonna happen. This is fucking rad. I kind of want to see that. Yeah. I Although really not know, before my flight. I
2: really right. I that they put one dummy in the bathroom just to. See that oh, woman. that'd be
0: like stand up,
1: arm against the wall. Yeah. He's just covered in like that gross blue liquid. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like <laughs> lives. Yeah. It actually puts and out it, a fire. Yeah. It's like. Like, yeah.
2: like Bob Saget in the first dumb, that Dumb and Dumber prequel. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> All over everything. There's shit everywhere.
1: Nice. Um, there you go. So that's my lesson. Don't fly American. And I, I'm flying in for a weekend. So I'm going to get brunch in New York City, drive to Massachusetts. It's a winter wedding, which is going to be sweet. And then uh, I'd spend the rest of the afternoon in New York on Sunday and then fly back and land in L.A. at like 1 in the morning, which will really annoy my girlfriend. Well, that that flight sucks. Yeah. That
2: flight sucks. Yeah, that's sucks. a lot of movement in like a couple days. My, yeah. One of my
1: favorite flights
0: – just because I was also coming from uh, Europe, so that was fun. But I got on a plane at like 10 in Europe, and I landed at LAX at 11 because of the time change. it's <laughs> fucking awesome. And and you, slept, you sleep so good, and you have time to still like watch two movies, and the food's good, and you have time to drink and sober up. It's <laughs> great. I love those flights. Uh, hopefully I'll be doing one of those later in the year, which we'll talk about on another podcast. Um, so what have we been driving? What have you guys been
1: driving? Anything? You just riding the bike? Just riding the bike, I'll
0: moto the, bike
1: go. Go. the moto gutsy. I I've, I've driven my dad's Volkswagen CC. It's a 2012. <laughs> it's got 38,000 miles on it. It squeaks like a motherfucker. That sucks. It's like it's like when you kind of uh when you when you tune a radio and it's like just slightly off of perfect reception and it's like wow. Everywhere, all over the place. It's That's creaky. And also, you know how much a 40,000-mile service costs in a Volkswagen? If you want to do it from the dealer, it's been quoted as high as 800 bucks. Oh, that seems pretty low.
0: I was going to guess $1,500. Isn't yeah, that? would not they do 500? a lot at that service?
1: Um, change out of filters, change out of fluids, and... That's about it, and check it oh, out. Oh, then that's high.
2: You, yeah, why would you
1: – But it's like – I think it's because the GSG fluid needs to be changed, and that stuff is made from unicorn blood. So. Wait, is it a diesel? What is – What is? DSG? DSG. Oh, DSG. Yeah. I thought you said something else. That. I, yeah.
2: You know, I never – I understand when some people don't want to do their own fluid changes, but it's just like you can get that done by anybody.
1: That's true. You don't have to go yeah. to the dealer, so.
2: Yeah. so long as they fill it to the right level. I mean, it ain't rocket Right, right, right. right.
0: Um, let's see, well, that's I've a had, good car. Otherwise, I've had three cars cancel or reschedule this month already, which right. is frustrating because the first one was a oh, McLaren 650S,
2: yeah. which
0: we've actually already rescheduled
2: That's, that's and I'm getting
0: one. a fresher one with uh, less of a mileage restriction and for longer. So nice. that's a win-win. Um, um, the other one was a Lexus RCF that apparently someone cracked up and it was in the body shop for longer than they thought because auto journalists can't drive for shit. Was it the orange one? I don't know which one it yeah. was. Um, And then – oh, the other one was yesterday. Um, So I got a call last night at like 7 of a car that was supposed to meet me at Lexus and Torrance because I've had a Lexus LS460 all week. So I'm returning it to Lexus and Torrance today. At 10 a.m., there's a car meeting me there that I'm going to swap into, and it's the classic recreations Mustang. So I'm fucking pumped. 60, I think it's a 65. Um, so that's a newer Mustang that's with That's the SEMA older. one, the red one. Right. Um, yeah, old Mustang with the Coyote V8 in it. Oh, the bad guy one. Yeah, the villain. Okay, you're right. <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah, the villain. Um, that's funny. Um, so <laughs> they call me the night before, the, the very friendly PR girl. They call me, tell me that the car's not going to be ready tomorrow. I was like, well, shit, that's kind of my ride tomorrow. Um, that, that sucks. The reason they give me is that it has a blown fuse. Oh. How is that a reason that the car can't come? Also, that doesn't really smack of
1: reassurance when they say, "Oh, well, there's a blown fuse, so their entire car." All that is is an excuse
0: that the people who probably were going to give the car out didn't feel like giving the car anymore. A fuse is $5 at AutoZone. Actually, less than that.
2: Well, you know, it is an artisanal fuse.
0: And I mean, it's a SEMA car, so maybe it's using special SEMA monster cable, (laughs) platinum.
2: I'm going to guess that there were bigger problems than just a fuse.
0: We had to change the uh, HDMI cable. I'm thinking either – it's one of two things, Chris. Yes, there was either something much larger wrong that they didn't want to tell me, but it's a a Crate Coyote motor, which is probably pretty fucking solid. A Tremec gearbox, which is pretty solid. Um, Or they didn't want to give me the car. It's which, actually a blown engine. I mean, fuse. Right. So, uh, yeah. I don't think that engine's going to blow unless somebody was hammering, which is possible with journalists. That's, that's true. I um, see
2: there potentially being electric gremlins.
0: Probably. But blown fuse? Like that's
1: – Yeah.
0: They probably told the PR person, hey, we can't give out the car. Just tell them a reason. And the PR person might not be 100% a car person. It's like, yeah. oh, it blew a fuse. Like if a car person was like, "Oh, the brakes are shot," then I'd be like, "Oh, okay, fuck it, I don't want to drive with the brakes you are know,
2: shot." The answer to that would be, well, I, "I get a whole toolbox full of them. I can drop them by." If right. I like.
0: And so whatever. <laughs> it's a
2: dick move. It happens
0: know. with press cars yeah. occasionally. I don't want to sound like a dick, but like the blown fuse excuse. That's that's pretty sh-
1: flimsy. Right?
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't like that one. Um, there's a chance I could still get a hurricane later this week, which would be fun. Nice. So that'd be nice. Uh, and now I swapped into the Infiniti Q50S. Uh, and so far, that thing really wants to go fast on the highway. Like, it feels really good. It's all gearing? Um, I don't know. No, it's not necessarily not necessarily the gearing that's doing it for me. It's the, the steering. And everybody hates the steering on this car. And I'm gonna create a video on that on this car about why they're all wrong.
1: Doesn't a Q50s have the hydro uh, the regular power steering? Not I the... don't know. Yeah. I thought
0: it had the other steering.
1: No, it's not hydraulic, but it's electric. But it's not the you know steering column less drive by wire sort of thing. Because I asked. Yeah, for the that. S has the hybrid has the drive by wire. Really? This one's just a regular. Well,
0: shit! Because I asked for the, the drive by wire.
1: So apparently their great. apparently their uh, non
0: dry by wire steering tuning is great. It's it's pretty
1: bad. good. Yeah, it's pretty really good.
0: There you go. <laughs> Fuck my whole video is about the steering. Are you sure? Are you positive about that? Pretty positive. I think ninety percent positive. Bitch, Did you do that I specifically again? what? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh. Like I just got the car today, and I was gonna <laughs> right.
1: research it more before I really dove into. Oh, it. that's what that thing is outside. I thought it was like either like an old ISF or something like that, or like a. Three series. You need your eyes checked It's dark out.
2: Yeah, like it <laughs> I, you I, need I saw, your eyes I saw
1: checked. it was red.
0: Yes, it is. Yes. Red with black wheels you know, or gray wheels.
2: You know, that's encouraging knowing that Blake is on a motorcycle.
0: <laughs> he can't tell what cars are on. Um, <laughs> so in other R car news, uh, obviously everybody knows the Civic's gone. Um oh. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> pulling one out. The hunt continues Uh, Uh, I posed if anybody had any questions for us on the podcast, they could post them and we have one. So that's pretty good. Um, our friend Tom Anderson wants to know how the search is going for a truck and it's going, um, I've had friends of Hooniverse, Jason Connor, AKA our cameraman with all the cool Ford shit and Rick Radcliffe, the dude who bought my civic and the mechanic, um, friend of Hooniverse as well. They've looked at a couple trucks for me. Um, still on the hunt. There's some candidates. Um, there's another interesting proposition well outside this state that I'm considering that's a little bit more than I want to spend, but it's a rad fucking truck. Uh, I don't want to say because it'll give it away. I'll tell you guys off, off, off the air. Once the record light goes off. Are you buying a CIA truck from area 51 or something? No, 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 no. Uh, my goal right now is my goal right now is an F100 uh, there's this one Dodge D100 in Apple Valley that there isn't running right now, but the guy's going to get it running this weekend.
1: However... So there's the icon. Put them... Show them to drop a rim in yeah, general. Right? Well, the, the, it has a slant six, which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, power but power. the
0: bed has already been notched so that mm-hmm. someone could do bags. So it has no rear suspension and no, um, bed interior right so now. So this
2: one's definitely trailer. What's that? This one's trailering it
0: back. Well, I mean, i drive it without rear suspension. It would just not that be great would Suck. Yeah. <laughs> you're an old not... man jeff you throw out your back i know i probably would um so there there's a there's a really cool 58 f100 which is older Damn. than i thought i'd get in pasadena That's that pretty looks cool. rugged um i just i just have don't have time to get to pasadena so there's there's options there's probably one i'm going to go look at in Hemet this weekend i live close to pasadena i can help you out. okay then i might have to go look at this fucking okay. truck yeah. um so there's options out there we're still on the
1: hunt but i don't know yet so if
2: I see that's the name, news. Let you
1: know. I yeah, mean, please do. I know,
2: I know what you're looking for. I mean, beach so, right. beach
1: towns right here are going to have tons of sweet old trucks.
0: Oh, the Craig, Craigslist in like all of the various counties, there's tons of them. Um, some are total crap and some are are Less priced crap. a little high. So it, it's a great mix of, of looking through this stuff.
2: But you're looking for something that you can basically do a minimal amount of work and just drive it the next
0: year. year. Yeah, and flip it um, and make – just probably cut – break even because it's an old truck. Right. Uh, I basically want something to fill the gap until my wagon's done, and then if I fall in love with it, we'll figure it out you down the
2: road. Any insurance on that will be dirt cheap so. Right.
0: Yeah. I'm not worried about any of that stuff. So yeah, it's been fun. So that's that's where we're at it's on the truck. It's gonna look pretty thing. cool in Huntington too. Um, and then,
2: uh, yeah. Tomorrow there will be a brand new F-150 dropped off here, so nice. that'll
1: be noise because Chris and I Noice. are going on a grand adventure this weekend. Noise. Unless yes. unless you're around, Jeff. You noise. No.
0: Oh, okay. I don't well, mingle with you, you guys Jeff. outside the podcast.
1: Um, we're gonna go to Corona to pick up my Miata engine. Oh,
0: actually, then maybe I will see you Yay. guys because we'll go to Hemet and oh. we'll probably be
1: shooting in Ortega on Saturday. Nice. Um, so uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, all right.
0: Well, we're running out of time here, so Blake, take time to pimp your shit.
1: All right. I am still at BZ Ron um, on Twitter and Instagram, and
2: uh, you're
1: now with the Peterson. I'm now with the Peterson. Nice. The institution. Uh, Chris, pimp your shit.
2: Pimp my shit. Well, there's Shout Engine where you can get your own damn podcast. So. So. So, yeah. Set it on up. Get you up and running for.
1: These are the casts that we talk about. Come on. That's pretty good interstitial music right there. Uh, Wait
2: until you hear the name of my other company. You're going to have a field day with it. But, uh,.
1: Is it Moto Goatsy?
2: No, it's not. Although I really, really need to register is it, that. Is you, it, should, you
1: should patent that. Is it Crowd? Is it Crowd Engine? A, a German yes, dating network? Yes. It's
2: the German knockoff. It's
1: it's it's BMW engine tuning right there. Yes.
2: Uh, sort of, um. But anyway. Um. Yeah. So shout engine, it's your own podcast. Uh. And you can find me Haze Data on Twitter and of course on the Spoke Tire Podcast every week.
0: You should start a, a really high like weed podcast called Hayes Data, <laughs> Haze Data. H A Z E. You want to know the numbers on weed, man? I got the numbers on Tom weed. Tom Hanks' son man. is going to be the first you know one what? on that.
2: You know They're compatriots of mine on other podcasts. So it would be much more appropriate. data. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right. Um, so follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker. Follow me on Instagram. Um, i Jeff. Go to our YouTube channel, YouTube The Hooniverse, uh, and please subscribe until everybody you know to subscribe so we can get those subscriber counts up. It's growing. I need it to grow faster because I'm fucking impatient. Do it. Um, Do it. Go to Com, and then also go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. Uh, the more ratings and reviews we get, the more eyeballs can listen to us, and the more we can make this world our own
1: Hooniverse. And the more razor blades you get. Yeah.
0: and the more... Well, I already get... Uh, well, actually, no. I don't get anything free from them. I've been buying my own blades for like years before. Jeff has a five so o'clock showing... shadow
1: right now, so it's clearly not I actually really out. need to shave. So, um,
0: <laughs> before I shoot my next video. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Episode 88, I believe. Um, it is 88. Great. I never know. Uh, but there you go. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Peace.